So welcome to another episode of Suburban Bourbon, episode six in season three, Joe. That's right. It is flying. In fact, we had to uh, go back and forth whether, in fact, this was <laughs> we six. Had, we had to um, count them. We've become <laughs> such big time. I mean, you know. Um, no, today we have a, we're kind of come east, and we are at Doc Howard's Distillery at uh, 3645, is it Lane Road? Lane Road Extension. Lane Road Extension in Perry, Ohio. If you thought Perry was most known for the power plant, you're wrong. You are wrong. It's for Doc Howard whiskey. That's right. <laughs> so we're going to meet a little uh, the fellow, uh, everyone here at uh, Doc Howard's. We're going to learn about their whiskeys. And Joe, why don't you kick us off? Yeah. So, so first of all, Tony, thank you very much for having us today. And uh, tell us a little bit about your journey into the uh, whiskey business. Okay. Um, well, Doc Howard's was started six years ago by Ken Howard a.k.a. Doc Howard. Um, last year, last fall, Doc uh, had a five-year plan to get out. COVID kind of kicked it another year. Um, so we'll be coming up on our seventh year. Um, he was looking for someone to take over. Um, and uh, uh, he had a few different people in mind. Um, and he came back to me and said, you know, I really want to send it to, to sell it to you. And I'm like, well, Doc, you know the problem I have is I don't have anybody, I don't have a partner. And uh, so he's like, if I find you a partner, and I looked at Doc and I said, so this is going to be an arranged partnership? <laughs> um, and uh, he said, yeah. And uh, uh, he's like, someone's going to call you. Talk to him and see if this works. And I'm like, okay. So um, what ended up becoming my partner and partner in crime in this now is Rob Johnston. And uh, we're, uh, we've been doing it for a year together. I tend to be more on the business side. Um, Rob tends to be more on the distilling side. Um, he learned everything. The one great thing about uh, Doc and Sherry, um, as we call them, the founders, um, they're like, we'll work with you. Whatever you need from us, we just want to make sure the name keeps on going. And I think that was one of the things that he liked is with us, we weren't going to change the bottles, the brand. We were going to keep on going with it. And then we'll branch out from there. But keep that Doc name. And when you think of Doc Howard, it kind of gives that Western, you know, because the name Doc. Oh, yeah. So, you know, Doc Holiday kind of thing. Um, so you're already starting with, you know, with the bottles having the medicine bag on it and the glasses. You know, that's what you want in a whiskey. Um, you know, it has a feel to it. So that's yeah. what we're playing off of. And even the bottle just reminds me of, uh, you know, it's, it's just a clear, smooth bottle without any indentations on it. It just reminds me of uh, what you'd see in the Old West when you have the old medicine. Absolutely. You know, um, exactly. definitely go for that look. So. I know one of the Getting things shot up in the saloon. Right, right. you will not be shot at Doc Howard's. <laughs> He's, no. It looks like the bottles they'd be banging each other over the head exactly. with. Yeah, they head over to Youngstown for that. Yeah. Not, a, not in Perry. <laughs> um, just joking, Youngstown. Yeah. Um, not really. Um, but so I know you, uh, before the show, you uh, we were talking a little bit about how you know we've made mistakes with with uh, suburban bourbon, trying to get everything to work and sound and video and everything else. And one of the things we have found with uh, purveyors like yourself, it's cool to see how. You're kind of experimenting as you go along too. Maybe talk us a little bit. Talk to us a little bit about the process and how you've, you know, so, perfected it. Maybe not really perfected it. Just continuing so, to perfect. Well, um, so what we, you know, when we came into it, I mean, I don't think me and Rob realized, you know, this is a moving train. You know, most people they start whiskey distillery. They've got one bottle. We have nine, and we have to figure out how to make them. You know, so. Um, then we had, and it's behind you over there, which is our original still, which was Big Betty. And um, we, 
it's, it's literally a steel barrel that has a copper lid on it. Um, I think me, Rob, my wife have all blown that still up because of the seals on it. Um, you know, and you learn. You learn like, oh, hey, we only had the heating element on the top, and once the boom blows up, or oh, we overfilled it because we couldn't tell. So those trials, and you know, um, our first run in January this year, we went and uh, we ran it, and this was the time I I walked out the door. Um, there was no alcohol after we fermented and stuff and we ran oh, it, no. like we didn't even get half a gallon out of it. And I'm like, this, we, we should be getting about 10 gallons out of this thing, what, what's going on? And I was just like mad and you know, Doc was here. He was like, yeah, that's always happened to me in January. It's happened a couple other times. I'm like, <laughs> what are, you know, so yeah, you're, you're just every, everything. Um, now we've taken the stance of anytime anything happens, okay? something spills, break a bottle. I mean, uh, our last big one was uh, we ordered, um, we have to order by the pallet of bottles. And they came in, they looked a little wonky, so I'm like, well, I'll wait. Rob opens up and unwraps them. The, the pallet had fallen at some point and they stacked all the broken bottles in the middle. Oh my goodness. So then they were the wrong bottles. Oh no. <laughs> so, you know, it's that kind of stuff. You're just, we just look at each other and go, good. We're gonna learn something today, <laughs> you know, and that's the way I think we've we've kept it going, you know, and just you keep on going with those ideas of, hey, we're, we're gonna learn something, you know. You, you see these the distilleries that bought the big equipment and they went right, you know, yeah. with gusto, and it's like everything's metered and they touch a few buttons and it works. I said here we've learned, you know, and as we grow, we'll be able to like ah we've seen this before. Remember that time and be able to fix it on our own without, you know, having to worry about a machine, so. So you've got, obviously, a lot of a lot of choices here. What's the most popular of all the whiskeys that you have? All of our whiskey, um, so we can definitely give you, let's go right for it, is our maple. Ah. That's not surprising, by the way. Yeah. That seems to be a popular choice yes. in the whiskey world to begin with. And I'm just gonna do small pours, because gosh, we have nine bottles and then, you know, I know you guys got to get home at some point. <laughs> so, but this is our maple whiskey. It's our most popular. Um, it is a uh, corn, barley, wheat. We need water to wash. Oh, wow. Yeah, I get, you know what's interesting? I thought it was, it's smoother than I thought it was going to be. You know, when you first, when you first smell it, I feel like it might be, a little hot, a little to but it, it. Doesn't have a, and it's it tasty. doesn't really, it, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't have it's a lot smooth. of heat at all. And I think that's, as we go through all of our whiskeys, um, hopefully you guys try a few more, um, we tend to have that, that we don't have this heavy burn with ours. And, you know, just depends on the taster. Mm -hmm. You know, um, more of your hardened bourbon type of people, they're, you know, our stuff isn't for them. But the people who are starting to get into this now, mm -hmm. They don't want the burn. They want it, you know, just a nice, good sipping drink. It well, reminded Joe, me of, yeah. that reminded me a lot of Boom Booms. Yes. Because that it, Boom Boom Mancini um, has a bourbon and it's got, it's finished in maple barrels. And, That's right. And, and quite good, honestly, it's got a lot of the same characteristics as, of what you have there, <laughs> which is lower proof, no burn, yep. and very smooth. And I think, to your point, it's a great entry bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. We don't I really like, I mean, I think I can speak for you, maybe with a few a few exceptions. I'm with you all day. Um, like the Weller um, Foolproof, you know, which is 100 something or other we like. But 
most of the bourbons we like, we like in the 90s. Yeah. You know, so we don't, we're not somebody who likes the 80s it and 90s and I would say the yeah. 80s and 90s is a good sweet spot for us personally yeah, yeah. so and that's that's what doc started with uh, we have to call it bourbon style because we reuse our bourbon barrels but our true right. we're trying to figure that out what makes it what makes you have to, to say, say that. bourbon style it's the one thing we don't make the cut on is we reuse our barrels interesting um, and we age um, to keep to reuse that barrel we use uh, chips you know, we smoke our own chips, wood chips, to help enhance that barrel to keep it going. Wow. Yeah, and then something that we do, which as a lot of these people have come through, especially being a part of um, the Passport, the Northeast Ohio. Yeah, you're, Ohio yeah, you're one, you're one yeah. of the members. There's 13, correct, Tony? Yep. Yeah. There's 13 of those. Uh, the people that come in, we use a hot box, which sounds, you know, like who would have thought, you know, like, this was Doc. This was he was an engineer from Perry Nuclear Power Plant. So what he did is he engineered everything to make whiskey. Now, when you start selling it, we've kind of had to change it up a little bit to make it more work for better production. Sure, sure, sure. You know, um, and then we still have Doc overlooking at us, going, "Is it better than what he did?" You know, yeah. Um, a new still, uh, new hot box, doing you know different way of smoking the chips. You know. Yeah. It all comes back to, do we get Doc's approval on it, you know? That's what have you found? I mean, have you done things and you get the disapproval? So the last time we ran our rye, Doc was in, um, and we ran it on the new still, and it was coming right off the still, and he's like, this definitely isn't what I make. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh no. And then he goes, this is what I wanted to make. He wow. Oh, look at Doc throwing you a like, curveball. Yeah, like, like, yeah. And it, that's just cool. the bottle here. Uh, yeah, the tribute, yes. Is this the one? Yeah, that's the tribute, and then this is the favorite. I was just that doc, because now we have the plates which, with the column. Which is the one we have here, this the, is tribute. the tribute. Yeah, our tribute. So, no. what's the proof on this? This is um, 90. ninety proof. Ninety proof. No. I taste peanut. Oh, I can see that. Peanut. I I, I, I know it's it, it probably is not the taste, and I'm not it, for for everyone watching. Not overwhelming. There's a hint of like a nut. So let's just say nut, a nut, a nutty taste to me. Yeah, it's not. It's not. A, I don't taste um, like a barrel char. I don't taste. Yeah. I don't taste like a citrus. I taste like a nut. I can see, I can see where you have that. I have more of a caramel type flavor. Or caramel. But, yeah. But I definitely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I will say this though. Back to what we were saying. Again, very good finish. Oh yeah. I mean, this is. Yeah. In, in in very like smooth flavor, you know, it's an interesting point though. I li but I think I think you you fine tuned it so maybe like a nutty caramel taste to it not overwhelming does it's not a nutty caramel whiskey yeah. it just has that those hints what have you experienced when you've tasted it what what do you get out of it oh I'm all over the map because I, you know you taste it you so do many it all the time, yeah yeah, yeah um, but to me a little bit of that smoke comes out a little bit more mm -hmm. um, when I'm tasting it because um, uh, we brought a bottle home over the weekend and I. I had been drinking the maple, and then I switched over to the tribute. I'm like, wow, that's got a lot more flavors to it. The smoke, um, to me, came through. There's that the the caramel with yeah. it, um, a little bit more, just that hint of rye, mm -hmm. but just it, you know, versus the maple that seemed to you know with the wheat being a little bit more what smoother to What is tribute to? Is there was it's there a, a story? Doc, tribute to bourbon, oh. because we couldn't call it bourbon. So it was our tribute to bourbon. I so, love it. 
So what is, uh, what's the mash bill on this then? It would be? Um, it's uh, corn, barley, and rye. Okay. One month. So you do the, you do the hyper, yes. the hyper distil distillation process. Yeah. With, with using the hot box. Yeah. Which, which is more common now than people realize. And, you know, as, and I know you, we'll get to barrel, you know, and, but there's cost to that. There's cost, oh. you know. So we're not purists, just right. so you know. We're so, not. Yes, <laughs> there is, no, there is by good. no means no yeah. judging here. So then you go, okay, what if we if we did put this? How much is that? You know, the same mash blend, and we let it go for three years in a barrel. What's it going to be like? And um, we're looking at uh, probably once we get past the rush of the years, the fall, winter. We'll um, probably in January we'll start barreling some. You know, do some six gallon barrels and start letting them age and see what we think of them as they go um, out of our bottles you know, that we have now and see what happens. Because it's interesting, because I know we talk to other distilleries and sometimes they'll, they'll sub it out to like MGP or something like that mm -hmm. and then they'll build up their operations. I think, um, Get the recipe right. Exactly, yeah. but I think it's interesting organically doing it and seeing see you it know, goes, what yeah. it produces. And, and you know, being small batch, hey, this bottle of you know, tribute you bought today, you know, six months down the line, it might be a little bit different because you know something, the weather, whatever, the, the the char of the chips or whatever. We try to keep the taste the same, not necessarily the colors within the bottle, because depending on you know how the chips were or how long it sat, or the will change our flavor to it. So we tend to try to do it um, off of the flavor versus the color of the bottles. Now. You were talking a lower proof. We have our Tribute 40, which takes the ABV down to 80. Nice. Okay. And we found that people thought this had more flavor to it than the Tribute. Um, and then you have the people who buy the Tribute so that they can put the ice in it and take mm -hmm. it down to this. Mm -hmm. So same mash build, same everything. Just a little more. Yeah, there. It, so I taste the same. It's just more of it. Yep. You're right. It's still that nutty caramel taste I'm yep. tasting. Yeah. It's funny. We 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 said this. Um, I we, think I prefer the original. I like. I the do trivia. too. I like a little bit a little bit more heat to it than the uh, than the eighty. But I get why you would sell this because yeah, like you good. said for for especially for people that are new to bourbon, this is way more palatable. you know palatable. That would exactly. taste good in a coffee. Oh God, yeah. Wouldn't it like a nice, a nice mix uh, to coffee? Now, see, now you're going into the next bar. <laughs> what which, a great segue, Tony. Yeah. So is the hot poker, okay? Which is the same tribute mash, but we've put it in with some cinnamon, crushed cinnamon, and cinnamon sticks. Nice. Okay. And how do you figure out how much cinnamon? Because I will say one thing about cinnamon is, too much is too much. I mean, <laughs> you could really go overboard. So how do you figure out the the, the balance? So constant tasting. Okay, we probably get rid of a quarter of a gallon just through all of our tastings to get it, you know. Okay. Um, you're right, it can go too long um, and it can go not long enough. So we, you just keep on going and then um, we call it the tasters. Hey, if, if you're in there, you know, check, I've got, you know, taste and see where the hot poker's at today. Go get set up, job, Tony. I know, exactly. Well, can, well, people it's, apply. It's, it's, exactly. Are there, are there two <laughs> if openings? You're here, <laughs> if you're here, we'll gladly do it. Um, uh, my yeah, wife, yeah. 
uh, Rob, my wife, Trace. Yeah, now, so this. And yeah. this is also 80. I, yeah, this is also 80. Um, okay. So we were just, yeah, I think we told you we were in uh, Minglewood Distillery, yep, yep. and they have a cinnamon. Mm -hmm. And what yours has in common, it's not like, uh, what's the one? Um, the common one, Fireball. It's fireball. not Fireball. No, you no, can't even not, taste it. Yeah, it's so not, hot. No. This is good, and this actually tastes like, it's like, like a Cinnabon. Exactly, it's like a cinnamon roll. In a good way, a cinnamon, yeah. It smells yeah. like a cinnamon roll. Not an so, yeah. overly sweet way, it just tastes that way. This would be fantastic in a coffee. Yeah. Oh. So this one won a um, bronze medal at the East Coast Craft Distillers Awards this year. Um, we were really proud of that. We got two other silvers, we'll get to those bottles. But um, yeah, this pulling off a bronze medal in flavored whiskey. That, I will say, it, and it's funny here, it smelled just like a cinnamon roll. For I people, mean, for is, people gearing up for Halloween, you need to stop by Doc Howard's, and we're going to get to where we can buy this. But you need to buy this. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this, I, I'm, in fact, I'm going to buy. And, one. I, and I think, and I think that on its own, you know, and this is the proof of any good whiskey. On its own, this is how we like to to try it first yes. is straight, yeah. and um, on its own, it's amazing. Awesome. But yeah. to be able to mix it, and are there other cocktails? I mean, we initially said coffee or cider or something. Yes. Are um, there? So, Other applications you've seen? Yes. Um, so we do, um, uh, what is it? Um, uh, fiery Redhead, okay, which we mix this with um, a little cherry juice, a little bit of 7-Up, um, okay? Ooh. With that in there, ugh, yeah. That's it's funny, yeah. Ellie Gummy. Yeah. I was going to say, my daughter's got red hair, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ellie Gummy, if you're watching, yeah. that, that one's for you, Fiery <laughs> Redhead. <laughs> and all of those, we have bunches of recipes out on our website because, Perfect. yeah. That sounds cool. That's a, that, yeah. And you came up with that? I don't know. It, it came with the company. I'll say it like that. When we, it, it was on there. We re-brought it back out and, um, you know, saying how great it was. And it is. And that we love that one with it. So, Tony. So Tony, as we as we continue with these, when when people want to, and I saw, I think you have it posted on the website when people can stop by for tasting. Mm -hmm. I assume is there a time you have to like do you have to to arrange ahead of time to say you're so, coming, or you can just stop in? And um, Friday and Saturday, noon to five, stop on in. Okay. Anybody, if you got a group and you want to come in, you know, during the week, like we're doing tonight, or um, more than, hey, give us a call. Uh, we'll see who can come up. The, the hard part being a small distillery, once again, is. I, I can't have someone sitting here Monday through Friday, you know, of all course. day. Oh, of course. So, so we're yeah. Very so fun. we're we're open to having people come in the evenings and stuff like that. Usually we're around. Yeah. It's just you know we just don't think anyone else is, wants to come talk to us on a Wednesday night. So we just you know keep the door shut. And if um, you know we've been asking this of, of various distilleries, if folks are interested, would you sell a barrel? You know, for the, I mean, for certainly for so right, right now, we're just trying to keep up with production. So, gotcha. yeah, so gotcha. we're, we would probably say Maybe we'd love to, yeah, yeah, down the road, something we're, we've talked about. Um, mm -hmm. We've had a couple of people. We just, we're just, we're just getting to the point um, where we actually have inventory that's to, to, to that's sell. That's a good problem, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. and where can you get Doc Howard's? So, right now, we are primarily in Lake County and all the liquor stores in Lake County. We are starting to branch out, once again, now that we have inventory, um, out um, around the burbs on the south and west side of Cleveland. 
Yeah. We'll have to tell Minotti's about this. I was going to say, because yeah. yeah. we're, we're friends with Minotti's, and uh, they definitely would, I'm sure, would love it's to know stuff. about it. Okay, we're going to go to our rye. Okay. Okay, which we call our favorite. Okay. And it's named that why? Why? Because this was Doc's favorite, and originally when he applied for it, he had it as Doc's favorite, and they said, that sounds too much like a physician referring it. So they said, you can't call it that. <laughs> so it's like, can we just call it favorite? When they say they. Uh, the, the federal, federal government. Yeah, that's, that's who approves our labels, that we couldn't do that. So then it just became known as favorite. Now, un, our rye is 100% rye. Usually if you open up and look at the back, usually they're 80 to 90%, um, with 10% being barley or something like mm -hmm. that. And we found out why, as you said, as you learn to make these recipes, why that is, because everybody will tell you, filtering rye is a pain. It has an oil to it. And if you do it wrong, you just got a mess. And it's just, yeah. So, um, however, we've accepted that challenge <laughs> and we continue to make it with, um, uh, half of it is malted rye, the other half is regular rye, summer rye. Okay. So give that a try. And then just slightly barreled aged. You can see it's a little more yellow than our others. Um, we didn't want to put and a whole lot of And you got 90 proof here. Yep. Again, another... I like it. I'm trying to get the taste <laughs> or the, the flavor. But it's a very, it's a, again, it's a, a very smooth tasting rye. It's not a, I mean, what am I 90 getting? proof though, 90 proof is, is pretty mild. Yeah. But it's not, there are, again, I'm not, I'm not getting a heat necessarily in or on the waves. What do you taste, Tony, when you drink it? When you uh, drink it? What's, what, what hint do you? A little like medicine-y to it. And then maybe, maybe that's, that's what I'm. Maybe that's what it is. And then the pepperiness of it, yeah. Definitely peppery. I mean, it is, but it's not. But it's not hot. No, no, no. It's not overwhelming. And 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 again, for everyone watching, I'm not. It's not a bad taste. I'm just trying to figure out what it is. But um, definitely sippable. Like you could have it on the rocks. Oh yeah. Oh, and that's a, you know that's the great part about everything we've tried so far. Yeah. I mean, whether you want to drink it straight or on the rocks, it's great. And then I'm, I'm sure you could marry that up. You know with a, a myriad of drinks um trying to think of which one we did with the favorite lately um i'm missing sorry well you got thrown by joe using married and myriad yeah, <laughs> for everyone at home he gets 12 dollars for exactly that I, just because i i've got bigger vocabulary than <laughs> lorraine over here um but yeah that's a uh that's good stuff that's definitely and and what i mean when i think about i mean we like rice. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think that it, it's very similar to me when you talk about, like, how you're drinking it. Reminds me of, like, how Angel's Envy is a very smooth rye, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I don't think it tastes just like Angel's Envy, no, no. but I think that it's got a very a similar smooth. experience. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, I checked the back of the bottle. It's not 100%. That's right. That is. All right. We're going to go. <laughs> And I'm, I'll probably pour this and it'll probably come out of the, from behind as soon as he hears I'm pouring corn. This is Rob's favorite, is the corn. Okay. It was his favorite. This is what brought him to Doc's. Um, and it also is my biggest headache because when you like something so much, 
when there's the slightest bit of difference, you notice it. Yeah. And with the corn, it's 100% corn, you screw it up coming off the still, I'm done. I'm done. He's going to throw it away. So it's got to be, you know. And you can smell. Oh, yeah. You can smell that corn. So, so some of this we'll say is um, we go two ways with it. Either it's a lighter moonshine, okay, because it is 100% corn, or a flavorful vodka because Tito's is 100% corn. They just run up the ABV, water it back down. This is at 90, Tito's is at 80. So I like this actually in Bloody Mary's. I think it's a smooth drink. Yeah. I don't think it, I mean, personally, I don't think it tastes like vodka at all. No, no. It's a nutty taste to it. Yeah. yeah. Am I wrong? No, I'm with you. Yeah. It doesn't. And this one won a silver for us this year. That's good. It's got stuff. way more flavor than yeah. vodka. Yeah. Yeah. And we when we're running this on the still, we're running it at a low ABV, even off the still, low and slow. You know, we we wanna we wanna keep that flavor in there as much as we can. Well you did. I okay. mean for sure. That's actually a really good corn whiskey. That's Thank not you. usually my uh, go to. So this is an interesting one. I thought it was gonna be um, like that earthy, like scotch kind of taste. Yeah. And it not at all. No. Not at all. What's in there? We have some of that over there here. There is a scotch style yes. in there. As you say, see, like you're in the best setup, man. Oh, I know, me. exactly. It's like, yeah. Can you, can you come do these tasting with me? But you, you saw it. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the... the, the uh, it's a good hint. The one in the uh, on deck circle. So this, this bottle is, this is a labor of love. Um, and I say it like that. Are you a scotch person? Um, I wasn't till I start here with this one, and then now I go out and look for scotches. As I do, you know, I, I think part of being a distiller is you have to go and taste the other stuff. You gotta know what other people are doing. The funny thing is now is when I taste something, I think more, how did they do that? You know, how did they get that flavor in there? No, you You've know, seen the as, opposed to, as yeah. opposed to like Just, or not like. Yeah, liking or looking for all the different, you know, when you get those flavors, like, okay, how did they get that in there? Um, you know, versus just drinking it and going, oh, okay. You know, cause like, hmm, like I got a bottle of corn whiskey um, from a, um, what is it called? Um, um, Moonshine Mine Distillery. Um, they're just outside of Altoona, PA. And I'm like, I taste it and I'm like, I know exactly how he made this. He had the ABV up high, brought it back down, you know, when he bottled it, but he still left it at like a 120. And I was like, wow, this is hot and heat, but he had run it up because there wasn't like a lot of taste to that. It's like, okay. I mean, and I get it that, hey, people who like moonshine, this is your bottle. So that's it, interesting. So as, as, a, as an independent distiller, mm -hmm. are there any mainstream bourbons or whiskeys that you say, I like that and I'm going to try to make us like that? Or do you want to be unique? So yeah, there's ones I like and it's like, you know, if they're aged in a barrel for three years, can I do that? Right, right. You know, versus, and that's part of what your journey is going to be, yeah. right? To figure out. That's right. Or like, okay, oh, they use a, this grain, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I know, you know, uh, Lake Erie Distillery used a barrel recently that gave off for their um, winter um, uh, bottle. Um, shout out, Fred. Um, that. It gives this uh, cinnamon, uh, sorry, gingerbread taste, 
to the bottle and that bottle didn't last two weeks in my house during Christmas, okay? It was gone and I'm like, I saw Fry, I'm like, when, when are you bringing that one back? There's, hey, I wanna, I wanna find out, get those barrels and yeah. do something with it, yeah. Yeah. you know? Um, and um, now you're there with this guy. We, we've recently invested in looking at smoking more of our own grains. And with that, I'm like, what if we did this? You know, what if we, so some of it is inspired by other things. Um, uh, and Rob will tell me I'm nuts. Rob will say that's crazy. But I'd really like to, okay, let's take, take the barley and smoke it with pecan um, wood um, to give it that smoky taste. Then maybe some maple wood, mix the two, figure out how to add a little bacon in there and do like a pecan making maple. All right, so, All right, so I'm gonna nice. tell you right now, so our wives, if there's one, and we won't name, I don't even know the name because I don't. Know I know the name, but it's it's a pecan pie, essentially well, whiskey. Pecan brown sugar. Yeah, pecan brown sugar, but it essentially tastes like a pecan pie, uh -huh. and it, oh it really gosh. it's like our wives are pretty anti bourbon. I mean, for yeah, the yeah. most part, but that and, and and that's not necessarily a bourbon, but it's a whiskey that they both love. And my sister in law put it in a milkshake. Oh. Yeah. Right, and I'm thinking, and you taste it like, oh my god. You so, know, what, so I think here? that what you are pursuing, it's got a market. Heck and yeah. and the other part, and you brought it up, part of it is, you have something like you brought up. It you know tastes like gingerbread, and you had it at Christmas time, and it went like that. Yep. And that's the magic, right? That's yeah. when you, you know. And you I think that it. when we were talking about the the hot poker, the hot poker, that's dead on. You, if you can produce that every time. Every single time you produce it, someone's going to get a, a whiskey that's like, this is cinnamon, but it's like the perfect amount and it can go with so many different things or on its own. I would say this reminds me of the, um, the Japanese whiskeys, the Japanese oh, yeah, scotches. Yeah. So, for anyone watching, like I would say that this is this, yes, it tastes like scotch, 100%. But it's not as earthy, mm -hmm. and it doesn't have the residual sort of taste. It kind of it's clean. Yeah, real scotch, if you want to call it real scotch, just sticks with you. I don't care for it. I mean, you just can't get the taste in your mouth. This is a smooth and very and that's a good correlation because I can see that. I mean, I, I definitely Nikkei. I'm trying to think of the other one that we had that was Tech. Uh, tech is it Teka? Nika, Nika, and something else. Anyway, I know yeah. what you're. Yeah, Nika, and then there's. But either way, the Japanese whiskeys definitely have that same type of. Well, there's a lot of variations of them. But you get it, and you're done. Exactly, like it, just, it goes away. Yeah, a lot I, of variations, but similar. a lot of them are, are 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 distilled very similar to Scotch. So that's good stuff, though. That's very that good. And the funny thing is, you know, people who are, you know done a lot more of the tours, um, the passport, and they come here, this seems to be the bottle they latch onto. Why is that? I, I think it's the stronger flavors in it versus our other bottles, you know, are a little more mellow flavored. And a scotch is not something they're getting at any of the other distilleries. Mm -hmm. That's true. You're and, right. And, and the flavor profile is stronger than what we've had. And, but from a scotch perspective, it's mild. Yep. And a lot of people don't like that's part of what I think if you like a lot of scotches, like you said, yeah. earthy and, and, and stronger than that. So had a couple of friends who came over from um, 
the UK, Wales, um, and I thought I wanted them to try this. They're like, "Yeah, this is all. This is what we can get over there." And I was like, "Oh, okay." You know, that's not what they wanted. They went with the hot poker, <laughs> um, yeah, the the maple. Those were the ones that they were going after because they're, everything there is very burn. You know, strong, earthy. So, yeah, heaty. so earthy. Yeah, so that I was. Kind of funny. That I thought, but this know, isn't overwhelming, though, Tony. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a very smooth. exactly. It's yeah. a very mild scotch. I mean, which is I I enjoy that. So this uh, the kilted is our last bottle. We got to get our hands around and do be able to reproduce it timely um, and continually. And that was around getting the grains because if you go to try to buy, you know, some of the hickory smoke barley i mean it's out the roof and i'm having to have it shipped in from you know north dakota really? so yeah yeah it's not it's not easy it's not something you can find maybe the hickory but then you have beechwood and peat and all that kind of you know to put this together um so we were looking at it, it's like the cost alone to do it um making it it's a lot better than making the favorite but it's it's getting those smoke grains and now that we think we've got the process down um, I think we'll, you know, look at doing more with it. It's interesting. I mean, talk about a whole industry. So those farmers, I mean, you know, you think about now the, the emergence of all these distilleries, not just here in Ohio, but everywhere. What a whole new market for them. Yeah. You know, with, with, with custom oh. orders and yeah. flavorful Especially, like, I didn't even know that existed. Me I mean, seriously, yeah. like when you said, like, where you have to get it from and that it's like specialized. Yeah, it's a specialized product that if you don't get that grain, you can't make that yeah, whiskey. Right. That's probably why we're not seeing, you know, scotch, American scotches at other distilleries because it's cost prohibitive or we're in mm -hmm. figuring out how to do it. Hopefully we got it. And then, like I said, we can do more different smokes. Like I said, I'm excited about it and we'll, we'll see where we go with that, um, especially since we'll have the kilted under our belt. And, and that would be interesting too because, I mean, that, that's a really good whiskey. It would be interesting with a little more smoke to it, what that could do to it. I mean, and, and We've seen with different, you know, the, the smoked old, fa old fashions as an example. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if you just infuse it afterwards. Mm -hmm. All right, so now we're down to our final two, which is our rums. I'm gonna give you a taste of the golden rum. This really is, um, I know before we had you guys uh, test some mash that had been fermented off and is about ready to be run of this. Which was fantastic. Um, yeah, I have to admit, that was a, uh, Thank you for that added bonus. Yeah, no, no, glad to do it. I wish, you know, we just didn't have the still running tonight. Otherwise, I'd have you taken some stuff off the still. So this is our golden, um, really just a little bit of age to it to go. But this is one we would say, hey, buy this bottle. This is the one um, if you're going to make rum cakes or rum balls or sweet. Yep. It is. Um, and a lot of time, I'm going to no, I was going to say a lot of time rum balls or when people bring those, it's too strong and it's like, this is, a, I, I would think this would go very well with that. Yeah. Tony, is this the one that we tasted? Yeah. yeah. The, the one back there? Yep. So, um, and actually we have the last one, um, which is our spiced rum. And you guys were saying, you know, talking about Christmas. Um, this one, uh, Tracy has... Uh, uh, come up with or says this is Christmas in your mouth all right. okay um, this is the same all we do is once we get it to the golden we then add some spices to it this one a silver at that um, craft distillers awards uh, this year which we were super surprised you know I, everybody makes a spiced rum and we pulled down a silver 
little old us. That's outstanding. You know, That's so we were super excited about that. And um, yeah, we're, we are selling lots of this now. Um, Isn't it great though? I mean, you, know, you put all the time into it and you know, I mean, it, it's, it's a lot, a lot of pressure. You have to get the inventory out, and then to win something. Yeah. People say, yes, you, you did, you yeah, did well. You, you did it right. Yeah. You know, validation of any oh. sort is great, but to get a silver when you're talking about something that, you know, a lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, between this and the hot poker, it, mm -hmm. very similar yep. in taste. I mean, this is clearly a rum, but that that. Yeah, but that does. I. It's an interesting. I like that. I love the Christmas. You know. It's yeah, Christmas. she's right. Yeah, she's right. That is a. That's a great spice flavor rum. Thank you. That apple cider warmed on a cool fall Absolutely. night. Absolutely. I. I just say, see you, hon. I'm good. <laughs> First of all, Tony, thank you so much. This has been fantastic. And, um, you know, I, I think if, if you were going to tell people who are watching and listening, you know, why would they want to come and visit? I mean, is there something you could tell them on a, on a Friday, I think Friday and Saturday, mm -hmm. um, to make the stop? Um, is it, I mean, it, it sounds like you can just walk in and you might be here. And, and yeah, if, if it's Friday, most it. likely I'm here Friday. Rob is, my partner's here on Saturdays. Um, usually it's going to be a family member behind the bar here um, that, you know, and we love talking about our whiskeys. I think a lot of times, you know, you go in some of these places and they have a board with the names of them on there and you're supposed to choose. That's not here. We want you to come. We want you to come sit at the bar. Come talk to us. If, and because, you know, for me and Rob, this is um, our side gig. Mm -hmm. um, so usually it's, you know, on Fridays, we're, the still's running. And if there's something coming off the still and, you know, like, hey, can we try that? Sure. You know, and we've had people, why aren't you just bottling it like this? And I'm like, wow. You know, we like aging it up a little bit, but I think it's that. I think, you know, coming in and sitting down and talking, hearing the stories, you know, we love to hear why you're here and what you guys, you know, what everybody thinks. It's given us the ideas to what are we doing next. Cool thing I get from you is is you could be somebody just learning about bourbon mm -hmm. and whiskey and maybe just, you know, sort of casually learning and, and kind of acclimating your taste to it. You could walk in and, and they, don't, they won't feel intimidated to walk in. So I had uh, two guys walk in. Um, who were doing the passport tour, and I poured them two shot, uh, two tastings, and they did them like shots. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no, yeah. stop. And I'm like, here's what you do. I said, you want to enjoy this? I said, take, you know, take a little sip, get your mouth wet, get it yeah. used to it, then take the next. I said, and you'll really notice the difference. Yeah. And they're like, oh wow, this is it. Had we known? Had we known? <laughs> and they, you know, if they they have to go back through the passport and yeah. do it the right way. Yeah, I mean, I mean, luckily they didn't have a lot of them stamped yet. So hopefully, you know. But you're right. It's it, I, I, we want people to learn and enjoy. Okay. And I think the other part too is you know to your point, you could be entry level, just learning about whiskey, mm -hmm. bourbon, or you could be an experienced you know you bourbon yeah. connoisseur. And there's a little something for everybody. I, like I say, we have nine bottles. Hopefully, you find something you might like. Yeah, I wouldn't say like, love, you know, just like a little. Right. Thank you, Tony. Again, at Doc Howard's Distillery at 3645 Lane Road Extension here in beautiful Perry. Yeah. Stop by, meet Tony and his family, yeah. and uh, and enjoy some of their exactly gosh, we had like I mean, six or seven or eight nine. We, uh, we, had, we had nine. It's been a long drive back <laughs> from Falls, exactly. <laughs> but uh, what a wonderful, I mean, honestly, great yes. selection yes. of spirits. Thank you. Definitely check it out. I I don't even know what my favorite is, but I can say when you go maple, hot poker, and spice rum, absolutely, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. 
Thank you very much. Thank you, John. Thank you.